Hey everyone, it's Sam Mirza and I want to welcome you to my second post in episode 2 of what made me finally become an entrepreneur. You've probably read my origin story, if not, go and have a peek at episode 1, it's the first post that I've ever done online. So as I was saying, I was working for a company and two months into being employed, they ran out of cash. It was a horrible moment. And I had to reevaluate, and I decided to set up my own business. Let me give you a bit more detail about myself and my background. I've got an undergraduate degree and a Master of Science degree in Information Technology, but don't get me wrong, I don't consider myself to be intelligent. I had to retake my GCSEs at the age of 16, I only got two C's the first time round. I then had to redo my A-levels and they were a complete disaster. So please don't think that I am some intellectual clever guy. When I got into university, I learned a lot from failure and I used that to progress. And looking back now at the whole process and situation, it was a good thing because you learn in a way that fits into your absorption pattern and you can be successful in academia providing you know how to learn. Now after university I worked in industry for a number of years in different verticals. It was however in the sales arena I went into business development. I got into sales because I saw my uncle was doing really well in this field and I've always looked up to him be successful, confident as an individual. But there was one difference between him and me. I was a shy and introverted individual and moving into sales I never expected what I had gotten myself into when I took my first sales role. I often refer myself to as the introverted, quite shy salesman who made over £3 million for a company I worked for in just under 10 months. But that's a story for a future episode coming soon, so watch this space. So I worked in both sales and telesales and field sales in IT training courses, psychometric testing, sales, real estate and property, the legal environment as well as logistics and agriculture. So certainly a myriad of industries, however the skill set was generic when it came to selling. I believe that once you know how to sell, you can sell in any industry. And as I mentioned before, I had desires to do well and make a lot of money. I always viewed salespeople as confident, suave, sophisticated types who knew what to say in any situation. I wanted to be like them. I wanted to have the nice car, the big house, family, holidays, etc. And when I get my when I got my first sales role as a graduate, I was put into quite an uncomfortable predicament. On the first day I was introduced to my team and I was given a place to sit. And this was between the sales manager and the sales director. It was horrible. I was trying to learn the ropes and I could hear every word I was saying. They could actually hear every word I was saying on the phone. Every call that I made. Every person who slammed the phone down on me, it was absolutely horrible and I hated every minute of it. And this carried on for a few days. I was stuck in this rut of going in, making calls and finishing the day dejected. I needed to take a new journey as I really wasn't enjoying what I was told to do. So I thought about various options and quitting was one of them. However, a few days into the following week, I'd met one of the top salespeople in the company and he seemed like a good guy. I asked him what I should do to get sales and he gave me one simple answer. He said, undercut the market. So I thought, why don't I listen to what he said and see what happens? I knew the powers that be were sitting next to me, but I needed to try what was working and not create something that was an arbitrary way of getting some sales in. So I made a new script and pitch. This was my new opportunity. I was going to make a minimum of 100 calls a day. I was going to go in straight with a price reduction sales offer. This process was good for me because as long as I remained on the phone, I'd focus myself on the task at hand 
and not get anxious about management sitting each side of me because I was naturally shy and introverted. I'd always speak slowly down the phone. Unlike most of the guys who'd be yelling at the top of their voices and standing up and selling, who did get all the applause for having the loudest voice. But they could fool other people, but they couldn't fool themselves. And needless to say, they never ever really sold anything. And now I know the reason why. It's all about listening and understanding and helping. I started getting sales in. However, although I was taking this new journey and change, I was constantly running into conflict with the managers who'd question why I was selling at a discounted rate when I didn't need to. Don't get me wrong, they would love it when I got sailing, but would always give me that look when they would see the price on the paperwork. Well, I was working on the premise that if it's okay for the top salesman in the company to undercut and sell and be successful, it's okay for me to do it. And the managing director never really complained. So I started to hit all my targets and achieve month in, month out. I became the top producing salesperson in the new business team and did this successfully for over three years and always overachieved monthly, quarterly and yearly. I became a better listener and would give the best offer to decision makers. It was a win-win situation. During my industry tenure, I kept refining my sales skills and iteration improved my flow and presentation and even helping other salespeople out who would often ridicule me by saying we can't hear him this would be followed by resentment but when i want business they would admire me for it but i'm a firm believer in being humble in adversity and success over the years i've used the same process and system in all my sales roles and always overachieved so it all worked out well in the end and i mean who doesn't want a bargain thank you very much for listening to me today And in the next few podcasts, I've got something very special. One of my podcasts is going to be about how I made three million pounds in just under 10 months from cold calling. So look out for that. And thanks very much for listening again today. All the best. Hey everyone, it's Sam Mirza and I want to welcome you to my third post in episode 3 of what made me finally become an entrepreneur. You've probably read my origin story, if not, go and have a peek at episode 1 and 2. It's the first and second post that I've ever done online. So as I was saying, I was working for a company and two months into being employed, they ran out of cash and I was out of work. So this has got me to a place where I've now set up my own company as a one-man band, a solopreneur. And the goal is to help people in similar situations. The type of individuals who are totally fed up of getting made redundant or not being able to get work. And I'm a firm believer that everyone in this world has their own strengths and this can be turned into a business. So the goal is massive and it's to make 1 million in sales in 12 months with only £300 a month budget for food. I came up with this goal after watching an interview between Tim Ferriss and Dave Asprey in which Tim stated, you've got to aim massive and he mentioned a book which I had on my desk called The Magic of Thinking Big by David J. Swartz. If you want to go and reach the moon, you've got to aim for the stars. And he mentioned when you have massive goals and take action towards the goals, even if you don't hit that goal, you achieve great results along the way. So back to the story. I actually made a plan and I slowly started building an e-commerce site and testing layouts and designs and started playing around with the funnel software. It allowed me to get hands-on experience and learn how the system would work. I by no means was an expert, but I knew I could learn something very quickly if I was enjoying it. And I tend to pick things up very quickly and learn more effectively. 
I kept having thoughts in my head about what I could achieve. I was doing a lot of brainstorming and this was really good. I had so many ideas and started listing them down. Again, all I was thinking of when doing this plan was desires of success and freedom and not having the boss on my back saying the same old cliche facetious statement like that phone ain't gonna pick itself up or write everyone on the phones, get some sales in. What a load of baloney I had taken over the years. I made a lot of money for others and this time I was going to channel that worth ethic and focus into myself and my business. So when I was thinking on this plan, I suddenly realised that I was trying to do too many things. I wanted to do e-commerce and the site I built was brilliant in my eyes. But looking back at it now, it was a complete and a disaster and the layout was all wrong. I had to build a funnel as well as well as social media and try and find clients. So I was completing one step at a time and completing the task and linking everything together. I was proud of my achievements, but then I realised that there was not enough time in the day to do everything quickly and perfectly. I could do better if I started to compartmentalise and structure tasks better. But I needed to get clients, so I started to think about what I could do to get them. I started to speak to local owners of shops when I went for my walks at lunchtime. The walks cleared my head and also I got time to eat and recharge my batteries during the day. At first I started with the local food shop and started talking about funnels and the owner got confused as I was giving him all this techno babble and this happened within a few hours of uh, getting to speak to them. It happened with a few other people as well and all they did was really switch off, they couldn't understand the concept. Then I needed to simplify the pitch and explain it in layman's terms about what, what I was doing and how I, could, or how I could help their business. So I started using key buzzwords like, can I help you get more customers? Do you want to make more money? This started getting them to listen more. I had to explain that the internet was taking over and they needed to be a part of it and no longer was a website sufficient in business. I started to learn all the business strategy as well because remember, yes, I could learn the tech side and build the sites and funnels, but I needed to learn how to get customers and how to get them to buy. So I was learning business development strategy and the tech side as well, online business development strategy. But at the same time, I made sure the more I learned, the more I would have to go back over previous tasks as I wouldn't want to forget them and lose all that value. I once saw a builder working outside someone's house and I started talking to him and asking him what he did. He mentioned it was construction. We we started talking about the building industry and he asked me what I did. I explained to him I helped businesses get more customers to which he replied back by saying, how and I explained about how we can use a net to leverage business development so he had a fair idea of what I meant I could see he had dabbled with someone with google ads and adwords before but he really had no traction so I told him I'd set up a simple funnel for him which I did very quickly it was just a sample he's amazed about uh, what I did because it was done very quickly but a few weeks later he stated he was in financial trouble and couldn't go ahead And I knew why he was in trouble as a business, along with every other business that's going through problems. The main reason is the planning and strategy, as well as correct implementation of the two. A lot also comes from the mindset of the business owners. It's estimated that over 90% of businesses fail in the first year, and a lot less make it past the second year. If you can weather the storm to the end of year three in general, you'll have passed a huge obstacle, and you can scale at an optimum level. So following that experience, I met up with an accountant that my uncle used, who was setting up a company. It was very small, there was only a few people. I spoke to him about how I could help him out and started doing the prep work. I built his website for free. It was only basic templates and this gave me hands-on experience, but I also showed him what I could do for him. 
It's also about giving value to your customer. They will stick with you, so look at the lifetime value of the client. Yes, you may need to give out something for free or at a low bargain price, but the law of reciprocation eventually comes back to oneself. He decided to go ahead with my strategy and we've already got a few leads in for him while I write this post. Again, there was conflict and I didn't have enough time in the day to do everything because I wanted to do things quickly and make money. And also trying to find clients and develop business has to balance out equally. Be balanced out equally. I want to be working on my business and eventually not in it as I am currently. But overall, however, I am confident of winning more clients and getting better and better as each day goes past learning new skills and completing new tasks and facing challenges. The challenges that come along in life are what makes us who we are as a person. These motivate and push us forward. So whenever there is resistance, that's a good sign. It shows you're heading the right way. And when there is an obstacle, then that obstacle is the way. This is Anne Mirza from Data Tech City in London, uh, wishing you a good day. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. All the best. Hi everyone, it's Anne Merza from Data Tech City in London and welcome to episode 4 of my podcast. I want to welcome you today to episode 4 of what made me finally become an entrepreneur. Now you've probably read my origin story, if not, go back, have a peek at my previous episodes, have a read of what all my journey is about. So as I was saying, I was working for a company for about two months into being employed and they ran out of cash and I was out of work. It was a horrible time in my life. And it got me to a place where I've now set up my own company as a one-man band, as a solopreneur, and the goal is to help people in similar situations. The type of individuals are totally fed up of getting made redundant or not being able to get work, but they're passionate about what they do. And I'm a firm believer that everyone in this world has their own strengths, and this can be turned into a business. So the goal is massive, and it's to make a million pounds in sales in 12 months with only £300 a month budget for food and necessities. Now I came up with this goal after watching an interview between Tim Ferriss and Dave Asprey, who I am big fans of, in which Tim stated, you've got to aim massive, and he mentioned a book which I had on my desk called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. If you want to go and reach the moon, you've got to aim for the stars. And he mentioned when you've got massive goals and take action towards the goal, even if you don't hit it, you achieve great results along the way. But we will achieve our goals, so keep hearing to the podcast and watch this journey. So back to the story, I had an epiphany, I was building a website and I was looking at doing e-commerce and dropshipping. Dropshipping looked like a good idea as I realised that I did not have to buy the product and hold the stock and I could sell it online and it was an easy way to get onto the online world. I realised I could do really well at this and I decided to do a course from an individual who'd been doing drop shipping for a long time and he made a million dollars in sales in four months but I was a bit concerned as I was getting into this as I wanted to learn everything quickly and put it into practice and start making money however when I got the training from the expert he mentioned that you would have to test products on a daily basis at 100 pounds a day to see if there was engagement and people would give positive feedback and 100 pounds a day was totally out of my reach I had a very limited budget, I mean I was spending £5 every few days, so it was a big worry for me. Nevertheless, I followed what he said and tested products and made a few hundred pounds, but I also spent a few hundred pounds, 
So the system did work and it was great to make sales online. So I was stuck around this. I was learning more about funnels at the same time. And this was piquing my interest a lot. I just didn't have money to test the products. I mean, how could I carry on with this passion that was inside me? I knew that I could do well at this. So what I did was I decided to carry on with this. And it hit me. It hit me with a great degree and I thought why don't I build sites for companies rather than make sites for myself I can make them for businesses that want to succeed online and have no real presence that allowed the companies to do this so I decided to analyze the market understand how I could present this to businesses and allow them to take advantage of this new opportunity I was working on the premise that I could work with retailers and help them with their setup I've had hands-on experience with this dropshipping process and with the site that I had completed. So I put it, this, put it into practice and I've started to win business and get traction. I know this is a brilliant opportunity. So I know it's a short podcast today. Thank you very much for listening to episode four and continue to listen to myself at Data Tech City. Enjoy the journey and have a fantastic day wherever you are.